Hey everyone, this is Premium Sports Talk. We are back with another episode. I am your host, Josh Garrison. We're going to get right to it. We're talking about the NFL, Odell Beckham Jr., Antonio Brown. These two are classified from many people as diva wide receivers. I don't know if you've been keeping up with Odell's tweets the last few days, been tweeting some interesting things that no one really knows what they mean, but people have been accusing him of being more about himself than winning. I, for one, agree with that, but with me I have Seth James, Ben Garrison, some fellow NFL experts. We're going to go straight to Ben. What do you think? Is Odell Beckham Jr. more about himself, or is he more about winning? Well, first, we need to start off with saying it's not uncommon for professional athletes to be excited and to be passionate and to be honestly be big mouths about anything that they do. But when it comes to the NFL, I like to divide it up with two main thoughts when it comes to receivers. There's two schools of thought. The first school is the Jerry Rice school of thought. What I mean by that, there are receivers like Jerry Rice. There are receivers like Calvin Johnson, and I would even put Julio Jones into this category. They are professional. They have a level head upon them. They get on the field. They do what they need to do. They get off the field. You don't hear much about them, and everyone on their team loves them. We've mentioned it before on our podcast. When Julio scored his first touchdown this past season with the Atlanta Falcons, it was probably, what, week seven, I can think against the Redskins, everybody mobbed him because they loved him so much so that's the first school of thought they keep calm cool collective and they stay with themselves the second school of thought is where i would put randy moss and under this school of thought i have randy moss i have terrell owens i have odell beckham jr and then i also have antonio brown now randy moss was always eccentric he was always exciting he was passionate he would run his mouth I don't necessarily think that that is a bad thing. But when you get to Terrell Owens, Odell Beckham Jr., and Antonio Brown, they go way past the line. They are all about themselves. And when I say that they're all about themselves, they're all about their brand. What Odell's about is his brand. What Antonio Brown's about is his brand. It's almost like Josh Avengers Infinity War. What happened when Thanos got the final stone in the gauntlet? He could destroy everything. He owned everything. And this is what I think is happening. Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr., they're chasing after the Super Bowl ring. If they can get that, it's the last stone in their gauntlet. And so I would say that they do care about winning just as much as they care about themselves because if they win, it solidifies their brand. So they do love themselves. They do love winning because it helps solidify their brand. Because when you look at an Odell and an Antonio Brown, you see throwing of the water coolers. You see headbutting a kicking net and just a bunch of antics on the sidelines. And a few months back, people tried to, or I think it was last year, to compare what Odell does to what Tom Brady does. So Tom Brady is completely different. His fired upness isn't about him. It's about he wants to win. That's how competitive he is. Odell's anger is, I'm not getting the ball. I'm not getting my touches. You're not throwing the ball to me. I think a lot of today's players compared to the old school players like a Randy Moss and Deion Sanders, who were very flashy, they didn't have social media. So we didn't know every little thing about them. And now to 
nowadays, players, they check social media often, and some of them, it just gets to them. The negative comments, most of what you see on social media is negative. People in general will tend to be more negative than positive. So what they see is negative, and it upsets them. It truly gets into their head. So you mentioned Julio Jones, then you have a player like him who's so different. He doesn't respond to the negativity. He doesn't respond to the critiqueness of what people say about him. He went, what, seven games this, this year without a single touchdown, never heard a word about it. Matt Ryan even said he never mentioned it. So, Seth, going to you, when you think of wide receivers, what all sets – because I don't think Julio Jones gets enough credit for this, for his leadership – what all sets Julio Jones apart from an Antonio Brown and an Odell Beckham? Well, Josh, I definitely have to um, agree with Ben on the on the two classes. There's two separate, two different separate groups of wide receivers, and I think what separates Julio from like the Antonio Browns and the Odell Beckhams is uh, definitely, honestly, it's, it's how they perceive the team, and it's really about how they how they think about themselves. Um, when you just look at Julio, and there, there's two other guys that, that come to mind when I think of Julio, and the first one is DeAndre Hopkins, and the second one is Jarvis Landry. You look, you look at both of those guys, both phenomenal receivers, and they're both on the field. You know, you might see them on the sideline; they might be getting you know pumped up for a game and to make a big catch. They might get pumped up, but from what I've seen, at least from what I don't know, I could be wrong. But from what I've seen, these guys, I, don't, I haven't seen them off the field. Been complaining, crying about not getting you know, a certain amount of catches, or you know, been targeted a certain amount of times, and and so when I think of receivers like that, what definitely just ref- what I think is these guys honestly could not give a rip about their teammates, their quarterback, their offensive linemen, and it's all about themselves, all about the money, all about just wanting to get there, kind of packing the stats like, hey, let me get as much money, let me look as good as I can, and I don't care about my teammates and the team itself. And for, for me, Odell Beckham, it, you see how he just he wants to pack the stats. You want to see how good he can get and how good he can look. But then it's like, look at his team. Look how that reflected his team. And his, the Giants were terrible this year. They were awful. I know that's not they didn't just fall on him. But that honestly, that's, that's a cancer effect. And that really can affect a locker room. If you watch um, the HBO show, I'm just totally blanking what the name Hard of it knocks. is. Hard Knocks. And it was on the Browns this year. I honestly, look, I know Jarvis Landry had the filthiest mouth ever. It was terrible when he, his words he was saying. But he was honestly, what he was saying to the receivers was, when they when you come in with a bad and negative attitude and an and attitude all about yourself, it is a cancer. It's a cancer to the team. And, and he said that. And when he was on the Dolphins, they had that. And he said, look, you know, he said he was, he, he was around in an environment like that. And he said it is not good for the team. And I really like that. Just my respect for him when he said something like that just went up so much because it really is true. When you have something, when you have an attitude like that, all about yourself, it can create discord among and disunity among the team. So when and, I think uh, of yeah. when I think of guys like Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr., it reminds me of a James Harden, Russell Westbrook of the NFL. The let me get my triple double. Let me catch a few touchdowns. Let me get, you know, let me get my assist. Let me get my yards. And if we lose, I still look good, so it doesn't matter. Well, also, I think one thing that we're forgetting here is when you think of Julio Jones and you think of Calvin Johnson, you you see how they were in different programs in college, but similar type coaching. So when Julio Jones was in college, Josh, who was his coach? 
old Saint Nick. Old Saint Nick. And you know Saint Nick, even though sometimes I, I would say he allows a little bit of dirtiness, he, he's structured, he's disciplined, and usually he tries to rule his teams with class. And do you know who Calvin Johnson's head football coach was in college? Chan Gailey. Chan the man Gailey. And with us knowing him, um, he is also disciplined. And when you look at how they run their programs, I mean, they're, they're pretty disciplined and they don't put up with a bunch of pretty boys. Now, I don't know if that can be said also for Odell and Antonio Brown. I mean, you have to look and see where they went to college and the coaches there and their styles. But what I do know that separates and, um, <clears throat> Calvin Johnson and also Julio Jones, they had some solid coaching in college. So there's just something you can't – some things – I believe everyone can become a leader but there, you can always doesn't matter. You know, that's John Maxwell one on one. Everyone can become a leader and have influence. But some guys are just felt like are born to do it. Guys like a Julio Jones compared to the other two. I mean, you go seven games without scoring a touchdown, and you're a not not just a tier one receiver. You're arguably for me, it's no argument, the best wide receiver in the NFL. I believe it was Michael Irvin a few like a month ago said. When God created a receiver, he gave you Julio Jones. And he just, for the guy for his caliber and what he can do, for you hear him never complaining. The one thing he did that made some people upset was that he was going to set out of voluntary workouts this past season because he wanted a new deal. But guess where he was when it came time to the guys having to be on, when mandatory workouts rolled around? He was on the field. That's the only thing we can say about Julio Jones, which it's nothing. The guy's a team player. So with guys like Odell, Antonio, it's hard to, it's hard to coach them. They're obviously great talents. They get the media's attention. But let's end it with this. Um, so far, they said they've had three teams interested in Antonio Brown. I don't think they've listed the teams. Seth, we'll start with you. Where do you think Antonio Brown ends up next season? What team is he on? Y'all, I honestly hate to say it, but I I could see Antonio Brown on the Patriots. Um, wow. I, I can I see it happening. I can see them going out and spending the money. Um, I, I think there's there's that's one of the teams. Um, I, I'll say I, I think I'm going to go with the Patriots. I know it's, it's not the, the brightest thing, but I, I can see it happening. It hey, we've seen Bill know. Belichick pull more strange things out of a hat than that. I'll give you that. So, all right, Ben, let's take it over to you. Where do you see Antonio Brown playing next season? I think there are a few options. Uh, The first option, I think, would be because of their cap space, and that would be Oakland Raiders. I wouldn't be surprised. And Grudem could probably whip him into shape. Maybe so. I'm not saying that's my leading choice, but – it would be very logical for them to open up some space because you got to remember they let go of their star receiver. So it makes sense to kind of replace a receiver with a star receiver. Um, kind of a sleeper pick. I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers made a move on Beckham or Antonio Brown. I could see um, that. I don't think the Packers have a core receiving group. I think, as of late, that's kind of where they are lacking the most. Well, they've got a lot of issues, but that's one of the main ones. And then probably the last option I would say that might be out there would be the Cleveland Browns. Um, 
and I know that sounds insane to think. I don't even know if it's possible with their cap space and everything because they're making some moves. They're getting Kareem Hunt. Um, they've already got Nick Chubb. They've got Baker Mayfield. They've already got Landry. I mean, if they could get a couple more weapons, I just wouldn't be surprised for a deep run uh, by the Cleveland Browns in next year's postseason. So I could also see them going. I could definitely see a lot of those teams y'all said. I could see it happening. The Patriots might be a stretch, but once again, I've seen crazier things happen. This is the NFL we're talking about. I could see the San Francisco 49ers making a run. I could see potentially the Jets. Um, the Packers, that's not definitely not out of the question. Could also maybe see the Dolphins taking a run at them. My question, I, I don't know... If he couldn't make it work with, you think about it now, Big Ben, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Juju Smith, Schuster. I mean, if you couldn't make it work with them, what's going to happen when you go to a team who's not giving you the touches you want and maybe not as an experienced quarterback? You go to San Francisco and you got Garoppolo throwing you the ball and you're not getting as many touches. You think that's just going to, he's just going to become humble all of a sudden? I don't think so. But there's only one way to find out as we continue through the NFL offseason. Who knows? We'll see what happens. This is Premium Sports Talk Podcast. Once again, with my co-host today, Ben Garrison, Seth James, some fellow NFL experts. We'll wait and see what happens. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time.